0: What? <laughs> what did you say, Ben? <laughs> you guys, speak you. up!
1: Speak up! Welcome to ass hey butts. Nice. Assbutts.
2: Home
3: of the ass butts. Can I get your order?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know some of these words. Um, you know? Yeah.
3: That's a, I pulled it's back. From it, Whataburger it's like, or whatever. Yes, you,
2: did. Yeah. you did a good
0: job pulling back <laughs> because around. This episode of season three, yeah. you did something very similar, but you did not pull the microphone back. Yeah. And we literally all went, Wow, that's a big square of a waveform. Yep. <laughs> I, just felt-
3: I dare say he broke the aspect ratio there, bud. Yeah, also,
0: aspect ratio is not the right word. For
3: I that. know it's not, but it looks like an aspect ratio, no. so it's fine.
2: Uh, nope. No.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does. <clears throat>
2: And, yeah, yeah it,
3: it does in my mind. And so.
2: your, your mind is wrong. Oh TVs are aspect ratio.
3: Yeah, no, I, I know. And yeah. that looks like a TV, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> what can I throw it already this week?
3: Oh my god, so mean, Benjamin. Oh no, chat? what you should
0: do is take that stack of coasters and go uh, Ninja Star style. Just like the deck of cards, Ninja Stars like.
3: All right, k- k- Kakashi. <laughs> See, I feel like saying Naruto is too easy.
0: Yeah. You gotta go with something. So you gotta go with the deep cut. Yeah. Obscure. Like Sasuke.
3: Sasuke. <laughs> well, like Sasuke. Sakura.
0: Have y'all seen this? Sasuke thing?
3: Buske, Chan.
0: Have y'all seen this thing about uh, cosplayers going around and being mistaken for terrorists? What? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, specifically it happened to a fallout cosplayer, so Which, yeah.
3: like, yeah, alright.
0: Uh, it just oh. goes to show you.
3: Some of those cosplays are really good.
0: Yeah, some of those cosplays are really good. People
3: put a lot of time and effort into those cosplays. But you still got to
0: be careful. Yeah. I saw a Tumblr user say every serious cosplayer needs to have their litmus Naruto with them at all times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a safety Naruto. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The litmus test for is this a cosplayer? Is this a terrorist? A murderer. Is
2: there a Naruto around them? Yes, cosplayer.
3: <laughs> that's so accurate. Well, that's the, that's <laughs> the only
2: way my dad would know what Naruto was.
1: <laughs>
3: Honestly, I think the US military needs to use needs to start using that in its official safety ratings. We already have a code orange.
0: Yeah, we do. Code Naruto. Code
3: Naruto.
1: <laughs>
3: oh man, remember when Naruto came out and literally the major complaint that everybody had about it? Everyone, from children to grandmothers. Was that ninjas don't wear orange. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? I do. That's how you know, like, Travis and I are like, deep kato taco.
2: <laughs>
3: Sucking like...
2: I remember when yeah. it came out watching an episode being like, this dialogue is terrible. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's the English.
2: Yeah, that's the English.
3: That's the English, Deb.
0: But uh, but yeah, that's because in that world being a ninja is like a job.
3: Also being an, well, is in a, well, in the job? real Why world the being a ninja is a job. Okay.
0: Well, the or being a ninja is like the lifestyle.
3: Yeah, yeah, so yeah.
0: So they just dress however they want. Yeah,
3: it kind of be like if everybody, if there was a show about lawyers in the real world, because everybody's a, got a fucking ninjas, law degree.
0: Ninjas. <laughs> much like demons, are married (laughs) Married to to their their aesthetic.
3: aesthetic. All right, you're right. Fair enough. I want there to be one demon. One in Supernatural, I have to specify, because if we're talking about anime demons, all bets are off. Are you
2: saying in Supernatural you want a weeaboo demon?
3: No, I don't want a weeaboo demon, but I do want a demon who's a little less married to black.
2: A demaboo. (laughs) A demaboo. Son of a bitch.
3: I'm here to steal, steal souls and get all the amiibos. <laughs> also, I now know what an amiibo is. Yeah. So.
2: I'm here to make, <laughs> with
3: the cool kids. I'm
2: here to kick ass and eat Pocky. <laughs>
3: and and I'm, I'm all, all out, out of Pocky. And I'm all out of ass. I'm here to, eat, I'm here to get Pocky and eat ass. <laughs> I'm all out of ass. <laughs>
2: I'm here to kick Pocky Oh my god. And eat ass. <laughs>
3: I just right. want one demon that's a little less married to leather jackets mm. and a little more open to some pastels.
2: Yeah, oh, soft pastels. <laughs> some pastel some flora.
3: Soft pastel, yes. They yeah, like uh, pastel goth. Yeah. A, that's
2: just the
0: dream.
3: I, Honestly, a demon I'd want to fuck.
2: Um
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. They all look like they stepped out of the fucking Gunslinger novels.
1: <laughs>
3: if they're like an older timey demon, mm-hmm. or if they're trying to be like, you know, or they're trying to, or they're like 2000s rock band rejects. Yeah. Or they're trying, they're possessing somebody who is normally an innocent and are therefore wearing that person's clothings to come across as like, as creepy as possible. Well, yeah. It's
0: kind of like Ruby in both of her iterations now. Yeah, and it's been like, all right. Are you like a female bassist? <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you a female bassist realizing this love song is about her?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah. All we're saying is change it up, demons. Yeah, yeah. Switch, switch a room.
2: Switch a room. I had a few colors <laughs> of that palette. Yeah. Instead of shopping at Hot Topic, go on down to the PacSun. Sun.
3: Also, so have yeah, you ever realized you've
2: you, Literally uh,
3: turn into your mother. What? Why do you have to wear black all the time, Ari? <laughs> have you considered wearing some shorts? <laughs> it's no, not, Mom. It's
2: a thousand degrees outside. You don't want to wear shorts?
3: Ari, you live in Alabama, and it's summertime. Do you want to not die of a heat stroke? No.
2: <laughs> want to die, Mom.
3: A uh, 13-year-old Ari, much like demons, married to her aesthetic.
0: <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> The Earth was several degrees cooler when we were 13.
2: Arguably, yeah. Like three.
3: Um, no. That's not true.
2: What? I Ari, are you denying global warming right now? No,
3: I'm not denying (laughs) global warming.
2: Did y'all see that article where, like, in Texas, these, like, oil companies are trying to get the government to save their chemical plants from climate change? Oh, wow. Uh, That's incredible. How the
3: tables have turned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a quick reminder the earth will be fine. We will not.
2: Yeah, (laughs) right. And
3: by we, I mean humans. Anyway. And and kitty cats. And
2: the rest of life.
3: And kitty cats.
2: Welcome to my TED Talk.
3: Anyways, we're not here to talk about demons or their poor clothing choices. We're not even here to talk about Naruto, though I I would gladly for the next three hours. We
0: are. I mean, we'd probably just wind up talking about you, Hakusho, again. Well,
3: they're so
2: similar. (laughs) Zero days. Put it on the board. Yeah, put it on the board.
0: Zero days.
3: Zero days. But uh, we're here to talk about um, time travel. Yeah, some of our favorite media that involves time travel in some way, shape, and form. Because today's episode has to deal with time travel. So yeah. and I was nice. too lazy to do a free of the week.
0: Because <laughs> uh, that's it.
3: that's a lot. There's a, a lot that deals with time travel.
2: Yeah,
0: it's like there's, a lot. There's a lot of time travel.
3: Yeah. yeah, time travel is old man
2: fucking old can I time travel to the end of this conversation <laughs> sorry I didn't want to make that joke I don't want, I want to it's going to be an interesting conversation
3: i want to travel back in time and you know make sure your mother slipped you into the abortion bucket
2: uh, wow I you'd just be little, doing me a favor that was
3: a little harsh you know what you're right you'd enjoy it too much <laughs> just kidding you get to live Aww. anyways uh, let's start with uh, Benjamin what's some of your favorite time travel media
2: uh, I really enjoy Quantum Leap and Slaughterhouse-Five, I think they have interesting time, tra- time travel mechanics.
0: What?
3: I love Slaughterhouse-Five. Yeah. That was one of my favorite books when I was a kid.
2: It's fucking good.
3: Yeah, there's time travel in Slaughterhouse-Five. time Five.
0: travel in Slaughterhouse-Five? Yeah, yeah, bitch! Wait, I thought that was about like a room full of lawyers.
2: No, no that's,
0: what? I'm thinking of A Few Good Men.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, no. Slaughterhouse-Five is very... Those are two
3: very yeah. different why? things. <laughs> why? A Few why Good Men...
2: Why do I get those mixed up? I don't know. Why yeah, do you get yeah. those mixed up? Why do you get me and Travis mixed up?
3: Well, you're both white and you're both men. You both have poor vision and facial hair. I never wear my glasses. And I feel but I know you have poor vision. I feel like, you know.
2: I've got way longer hair than Travis. Did, but it's- also he dresses like a tree. Yeah. I dress like I was like in a <laughs> sound garden cover band.
3: Okay. But, like, you have enough similarities.
2: (laughs) All right. So, Slaughterhouse-Five.
3: Slaughterhouse-Five. It
2: has, like, a very stream of consciousness time travel. Like, the guy (laughs) never directly chooses to time travel. It just fucking happens to him. Interesting.
3: It's also a uh, sort of a based on a real story novel because it is based off of kurt vonnegut's experiences in world war ii right and the bombing of dresden because yeah. he was a pow
2: during all that one of my favorite parts or one of my favorite lines in the book is when uh, billy pilgrim goes to the concentration cha- or to the uh, pow camp for the first time and he's like yeah there's this dude in the bathroom just shitting his ass off that was this writer yeah it's one of the best body humor jokes I've ever heard also my
3: favorite part of the book is that guy who's like in the POW camp and gives a really inspiring speech and then later he's executed for stealing a teapot yep yeah wow that's
2: dark. It's Yeah, it's a dark book. It's a dark book. It's really good, though. I highly encourage reading it.
3: it I would, too. All, it, like all World War Two fiction, is about the same thing truly, which is, why have we taken these boys and fucked them up? Yeah. Look at these perfectly good boys that we have taken and fucked
0: up. So what
2: you're saying is Man, man, is yeah, man is the true monster. Yeah, man
3: um, is the true monster. Also, there are aliens in Slaughterhouse Five.
2: Yeah, they're...
0: what? And yeah.
2: They have... why haven't I read
0: Slaughterhouse Five? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, question. man. It's
3: a treat. Yeah. It is. Kurt Vonnegut was hilarious
2: the, and very dark. The the crazy thing <clears throat> is uh, humans can't perceive the aliens, like because they the aliens exist throughout every like. Day of their life all at once. Yeah. Whoa. So do humans. Which they gets look, into time travel. Which, it, to humans, they look like a giant ass centipede because at one baby or one end it's a baby and the other it's an old man. Yeah. It's fucking bonkers, dude. What the fuck? And they put Billy Pilgrim in this zoo thing. Yeah, this human zoo. With like a TV or porn star. I want to say it's a TV star.
3: I think it's a porn star.
2: I think you're I think it is a porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and then they bone for like eternity because the aliens have the technology to just keep them alive forever.
3: Yeah. And then while all this is going on, it's also about him coming home from the war and yeah. like trying to reassimilate to, you know, post war economy boon America. Yep. Yeah.
2: Do yourself a favor, skip the movie the movie okay. blows. Oh yeah, the movie is the movie.
3: not good. Just read the fucking book. Also, the book um the provider of literally the most fame one of the most famous lines of all of literature and inspire inspiration for a ton of literary tattoos.
2: Yeah. Uh, I really want to get a so it goes tattoo, but also
3: I am telling you right now,
2: it's so pretentious. You
3: and Everybody who's ever been through an English program once, in yeah. high school <laughs> yeah, once okay? a So It tattoo. Yeah, I know so many people with So It Goes tattoos, and I've seen so many more. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a great line. Yeah. Because basically, the, so it comes from, like, the aliens. Whenever somebody jo- dies or whenever something tragic happens, they're just kind of like... So it goes. Yeah, that happens. This like, suffering tattoo. is just part of life. Yeah. And, uh, isn't, is that the part where, um, is that the, is that the same part where Billy Pilgrim's like, but why? And the alien goes, this is the Amber of the moment. There is no why. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's very existential. Damn. Yeah. It's. Which was a huge, very popular viewpoint post-war, post-every war, really. We just get into some existential feelings. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: why, that's why all millennials are
2: so existential.
3: Yeah. We've spent most just, of our life in war. Yeah. Crazy.
2: Yeah. Crazy, but yeah. So, Quantum Leap, yeah. What's Quantum yeah. Leap about? It's uh, one of the best goddamn TV shows. Uh, so I can't remember the actor's name. So, this guy, I don't remember his real name, he's he has to time travel through different real actual people's lives, fixing problems in their life so the t- space time continuum doesn't rip apart. He has to make sure things happen in that person's life, you know, how in Back huh. to the Future. Right. Where he like, the, starts to disappear from the photograph. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Oh, okay. Only in this, it's not that he no longer exists. The whole universe ter- rips to shreds. Whoa. And he has to keep doing this until he gets the leap home.
1: Huh. Wow.
2: Yeah. But there's this dude with like this crazy wonky uh, calculator phone thing called Ziggy. And Ziggy tells them what they have to fix. And like whenever the dude like walks in to tell him what to do, uh, he steps through this just giant ass wall of light. It always looks really cool, even though the show is from the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a really good show. Uh, if you enjoy like Twilight Zone, uh, it
3: stars a Jonathan Archer, right from Enterprise. Uh,
2: yeah, it's like a Scott Bakula.
3: Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's also in a check
2: and a uh, Necessary Roughness. Which me and Sinbad had a fun conversation about. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa.
3: Scott Bakula.
2: Scott Bakula. Famous vampire. Scott, Scott
3: <laughs> Cousin yeah. to Scott Dracula.
2: Bakula to the future. Uh, All right.
3: Speaking of movies that have a lot to deal with time travel and, and are good.
2: <clears throat> Travis, what do you have to say? What? <laughs> I'm messing with you. It's Our, Ari's turn. Yeah.
3: My. Favorite time, my favorite things to deal with time travel. The first time travel episode of Gravity Falls. Yes. yes! I love that episode, and the reason why I love it is that it is no consequence time travel.
1: Absolutely.
3: It isn't, which is like, because time travel plots get bogged down for me when. They're like, oh, we can't do this because the future will be fucked up if we do. Right, and but or the then it's past like, will get yeah, up, yeah, or the really. past will get fucked up, and then you'll wake up and you'll have never been born, or the Nazis <laughs> won World War Two, or you whatever.
0: Your own grandfather. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. Nobody, nobody likes that. It's so like upsetting. Okay. So my favorite time travel stories are the ones where they become their own grandfather and it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> We're looking at you, Futurama. Hey, yeah. hey, Futurama. A- right
3: here, buddy. That's, one right of, the, that's here.
0: One of the best uh,
2: episodes of T V history. You know yeah, even it's- better
0: than that is they wrote another whole story arc around that dumb episode. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. like, oh, by the way. Since Fry is his own grandfather, he's Im- he's immune to alien brains. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just in
3: case you were wondering if that had a point, it did. Yeah. Now that we've written it, to have a point, <laughs>
0: exactly. So. My favorite line from the Brain episodes are you're going through all the books. Yeah. And the brain is just like, Tom Sawyer, you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> this was not as fun as previously mentioned. <laughs>
3: um I but yeah, so in Gravity Falls, in that episode, basically Dipper and Mabel get a time a time travel machine that is a Uh, measuring tape. Yeah. And they can go back, you know, like a year or 15 years or just a couple of months or just a couple of minutes. Also a
0: really nice time travel device. Yes. Very
3: compact. Yeah.
0: I feel like time travel devices are either way too complicated or just too simple. Yeah. Yeah. So this one was like very like oh, we just pull it this far. Yeah. 20 years or whatever. And
3: they absolutely like, they go back to like Oregon Trail days yeah. and leave like a fucking calculator around. Uh-huh. And Mabel's like, "Guess what, sister? We're gonna be able to vote in a couple, of, you know, in like thirty <laughs> years or whatever." And yeah, they just and then there are no consequences. Like the the bad guy of the episode, his name's Blendon Blandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the only character to face consequences, which is he goes to time jail. Yeah, and it's so good. I love that so much. And then um, I'm also. A Doctor Who fan.
0: Yeah, of course. Which
3: does have the rules, but also pretty loosey-goosey with those. Yeah,
0: and it, it also depends on which Doctor you're watching. Because I was thinking about this. Uh, The other day, you were watching Doctor Who, Mm. and uh, I was thinking about it because you were watching a bunch of David Tennant episodes. My favorite one. And the David Tennant era of Doctor Who was very rulesy. Yeah. It was like there was a lot of rules. The Doctor was big on you. There are fixed points in time you absolutely cannot change. Yeah. Like, basically, the Doctor was like, Rose... You cannot put two scoops of ice cream on my ice cream cone. Yeah. Otherwise, the TARDIS will explode yeah. and the universe will be torn torn apart. Yeah. And then you jump forward to, like, Matt Smith, where he's like, fuck yeah, Amy, put a third one on there. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Let's get weird, Amy. So, Which Matt too. Smith was my favorite doctor yeah. until Clara got here. She is and my <laughs> least favorite character. She might, if we ever do a least favorite characters list, yeah. she's a strong contender. All right, like I stopped watching Doctor Who because of her. <laughs> Same. Yeah,
0: but yeah, like Doctor Who really, depending on what doctor you're watching, really runs the gambit of time travel rules. Well,
3: and even with the David Tennant era era. There was, and this was just continuity issues because Doctor yeah. Who just does not care about continuity. Yeah. Or didn't for the longest time. Um, and so during the David Tennant era, like they were, they cared more about the rules, but at the same time, you had these huge continuity errors, and everybody was like, yep, yeah, just uh, gonna wink those away. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: it's time travel. Yeah, who, who
3: gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? All right, what about you, Travis?
0: All right, I'm gonna say. Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry nice, nice. Very, very good time travel. I, I'm sure I mentioned it before. It's definitely my favorite, like time travel system. Although it's kind of like Destiny-based time travel. Yeah, it's
3: the heaviest rule system. Yes, because the implication is
0: you were always meant to do that. You, yeah,
3: there is no going back and changing time. That is the the. It is a fixed loop, and yeah. that that was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which is very cool, because a lot of the time travel is very, like, loosey-goosey. We're going back to change. Yeah, we're going back to change something. Um, But then another one. This is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine, uh, because it's not a great movie, but I saw it in theaters with a friend of mine, so I still enjoyed it. Uh, It's Project Almanac. Man, I wanted to see that. It's, It's pretty good, because it's basically... This genius teenager finds his genius dad's old project that he was working on. Ugh, geniuses,
3: which, Yeah,
0: which was a time travel device. And he finishes it and is able to use it. And he basically, him and his friends, fuck around with time travel like teenagers were... To the folly of themselves. Like, they fuck everything up at the end of that movie. God damn. It's not a happy ending. Oh, God. Let's watch that tonight. Like, it's great. (sighs) It's honestly, I I love it a lot because it's really because he fucks one thing up and then he just keeps messing things up because he's trying. He, like, accidentally erases someone.
3: Okay. I kind of want to take a tangent off this real quick because that sounds really good but do you know what the whole like whoops i've erased this character from existence thing comes from anime it is such a popular <laughs> is it's it? such a popular anime trope uh it happens in okay spoilers
0: Spoil- spoiler oh, yes. time <laughs> spoiler time it's
3: time for some
0: spoilers if you don't want to uh, here are any spoilers. You can go to Minute Marker.
1: 23 minutes and 47 seconds. Okay.
3: But so that happens in Penguin Drum, which is a Kunihiko Ikahara work. Okay. Famous for, uh... Utna mm, yes. oh, it happens in Utna yeah. and Madoka Magica. Yes, where oh, the yeah. main characters, the leads, erase themselves out of existence for the greater good. Mm-hmm. So, um, those three pretty famous anime. Yeah. It happens in kind of a neon Genesis Evangelion, mm-hmm. Except instead of our lead character, it's the entire fucking planet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, I erased the
3: planet. <laughs> Whoops, everyone's gone. <laughs> and it's such a big thing because the characters aren't dead they're just gone yeah and it's kind of that kind of gets into like in ping drum drum it kind of gets into a time travel thing because basically there are three main characters these two brothers and then this girl and the girl's very sick and a bunch of shit happens but uh it's a very confusing story well it's whatever but basically at the end of it um the two brothers to save her their sister's life erase themselves from existence
0: mm-hmm. totally. Wow. So
3: no one remembers them. It is if they never existed. Yeah.
0: And, the, and that that's what happens in Project Almanac. Too, yeah. It's like they just have never, they never exist.
3: They never, they had never existed. Unlike some of the other anime I mentioned. So yeah, so that's, it, it, and, it's gotta yeah. be time traveling. Cause you know, you know, erasing someone from existence, obviously.
0: And so basically he just winds up, I think he winds up erasing all of his friends. Or something like that. Like, wow. It, it's something fucked up like that. Like, there's no... It's a found
3: footage movie, right?
0: Yes. Kind of, sort of. I. It kind it, of is. Yeah. I'm
3: very picky with my found footage movies, but I saw one a couple of years ago that I absolutely loved. And it's mm-hmm. called Colossus? Oh Sansa, it sounds. Oh Ari you love this thing, but you can't remember yeah. the name. of It. That's very typical for me. Yeah. All right, that's a that's a classic movie, But it's basically about classic those teenagers cool who get telekinesis. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 like uh are fucking around one day, and they go into this cave, and it's like. It's never really explained what it is, but it's implied to be, like, alien technology, and they all get, like, the ability to, like, fly and telekinesis and stuff. Okay. And then, like, just fuck everything up after that. It's really good.
0: This is in the same vein as that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's basically, like, teenagers get the abilities to do shit, and then everything goes wrong.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say it's found footage, but I think there are scenes of him, like, documenting him, uh documenting the work documenting operation. himself working on it uh-huh. so in some ways there there are found footage moments but I don't think it's totally found footage oh okay
2: have you seen Jumper or uh, no, Looper? Looper. Looper I've heard
0: that Looper has also one of the best oh, it's amazing. time travel yeah. mechanics it has
2: one of the scariest scenes too
0: oh yeah like uh oh is that the thing where he's like fighting a dude and then he erases him out of existence in the middle of fighting him
2: kinda yeah but there's like t- they're torturing this one guy mm-hmm. and they're like chopping off bits of him like in like chopping oh, off, yeah, they're chopping his, bits of him off, and in, in the, the future,
0: parts just keep disappearing. Yes, and he's like,
2: f- like trying to run down the street until mm-hmm. he's just running on like his ass cheeks. Wow. Yeah. Is he like bleeding the whole time, or no? He turn into nubs. He just turns into nubs. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, which you know, like plausibility, like with like rules of time travel, that kind of wouldn't happen because with each right. like yeah. loss of that, like it would just change the flow.
3: Yeah, like, if he, if, I don't know, if I lost all of my limbs, I would not, in the future, be getting yeah. into fights with people.
2: Exactly, <laughs> I, yeah.
3: I would not be like, you, me, hand-to-hand combat, I have all the tools necessary for this.
2: Oh, whoops, I got half of the rules nece- oh, I got uh, none of the, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, where are yeah, right. my legs? That's
3: kind what? of like, in a sense, that that's kind of like, oh, all time happens at once.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, it really depends on what your rules of time and time travel are, because- Right. What you do in the past can either instantaneously change the future, or change the, or back to the future style, change the flow of the future. Yeah. So... And look, man. If you
3: want to be like, oh well, one of those things is accurate and one of them isn't. Like, I don't care. It's, if it's fiction, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't need fiction to to accurately represent reality. Yeah. But you gotta establish some rules.
2: Yeah. Now, Looper, like that happens in like the middle of the movie. Once like the rules are established, yeah. So it makes sense in that universe. so, so
0: they they establish it as immediate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, time happens all once.
2: Yeah.
3: I there is a I haven't seen looper but there is a seriously hilarious college humor video that is a looper parody except instead of killing somebody the younger mm. self like you're like all right the old guy gets there and he's like all right you guys suck my dick now ah. but then in the future you'll get your, your dick suck.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's yeah that's pretty much how looper works. Um
0: the last thing I want to bring up into the vein of time travel is the bootstrap paradox. Which might be my favorite paradox of all time, which it actually, it's somewhat present in Prisoner of Azkaban, Yeah. which um, they kind of are able to solve it with the whole destiny thing, but it is, I am walking along and I get hit in the head with like an acorn Mm. and I go, well, that was weird. And I pick up the acorn and put it in my pocket later, I have time traveled and I see myself and I go, oh, I've got an acorn. Let me just chunk it up my head.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: where did the original acorn come from? Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Like, there was, I can't remember what cartoon it was, but I saw a cartoon where they used
2: it. (laughs) I think it's have seen it in a few car cities.
0: Yeah, but it was like, they, they addressed <laughs> it directly. They were like, but where did you get the boot?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but wait. But how? <laughs> but why? But when? <laughs> when yeah. are we? Uh, most popular question yeah. in any time travel related property. When are we. I'm sorry. Are we? When are we?
2: <laughs> what year is it? That was bad, Christopher Lloyd.
3: I guess Rip Van Winkle,
2: yeah, is yeah. a time
3: travel property. Very,
0: uh, very long form time travel, indeed.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think we've—it's time to time travel normally. Yeah, we're just
0: gonna—we're
3: <laughs> just gonna use time the normal way you know and watch this episode
0: now. Technically, every one of these episodes has time travel in it. Because we use
2: the power of editing to cut out us watching this episode.
3: Edit! Edit!
2: Edit! (laughs) Are you saying the power of time travel was within us all along? Absolutely.
3: The real time travel was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Travis, this episode is called In the Beginning. What's it about?
0: Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. A thousand years ago, this land was green and good, until the crystal cracked. A single piece was lost, a shard of the crystal. Then strife began, and two new races appeared. The cruel Skeksis, the gentle mystics. Here in the castle of the crystal, the Skeksis took control. And now the Skeksis gather in the sacred chamber where the crystal hangs above a shaft of air and fire. The Skeksis Skeksis with their hard and twisted bodies, their harsh and twisted wills, for a thousand years they have ruled. Yet now there are only ten. A dying race ruled by a dying emperor imprisoned within themselves in a dying land. Today... Once more, they gather at the crystal as the first sun climbs to its peak. For this... Is this Krull? this is the way of the Skeksis. It's the dark crystal. As they ravage... Okay. I'm
3: just going (laughs) to let him get through it all.
0: I've never seen the dark crystal. I'll probably fast forward through that.
3: Honestly, horrifying movie.
0: You should watch it, though. It's
2: amazing.
3: Horrifying movie because of the protagonist race. Their faces. Man.
2: They're too smooth. Is it like legend?
0: No.
3: Uh I mean it's like legend and that it's a fantasy movie that came out in the eighties.
0: I mean But it's all puppets. Uh, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a Jim a, Henson movie. It's a Jim Henson movie. Okay. It's uh I don't remember if it came out before or after Labyrinth. Oh, that's the one I got it confused with. I haven't seen Labyrinth either. Mm-hmm. No. Well it's in the same van because it's all it's all puppets. It is absolutely incredible. It's all puppets and David Bowie's Cox. It is
3: really good. Yeah. I mean, less David Bowie's cock, so not as good, but... Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I love it. We should watch it sometime.
3: Anyways... Is
0: from Supernatural <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wish. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Anyways, Ben, what's this episode really about?
2: Are you asking me because I've seen it before? (laughs) No. (laughs) Are we not doing that thing? I can kind of do it from memory. Uh, So, for reasons, Dane goes back in time Oh, and discovers the truth about his mom and dad. (gasps) Like, that's that's what you're going to get on, like, a TV thing. I could say more, but I don't want to because you don't remember it and you haven't seen it. And this episode is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like... A lot of shit really gets explained in this episode, and I fucking love it. Let's goddamn watch it! Let's Let's watch it!
1: Let's
0: do it! Oh my god, there's a lot to unpack with this episode. Let's just
3: burn the whole suitcase instead. (laughs)
0: Alright, let's... I we got to take this one step at a time. Like I feel like one lately we've been a little jumpy with our episodes. All right, let's
3: start at the very beginning then. It's
0: a very good place to start. Sam
3: leaves the hotel.
0: Sam leaves the hotel to in go the middle s- of the night. Sneak off with some ruby to go sneak off with rubes. Got to go hit on his wife.
3: I mean, they are married, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Don't think they're married by this well, point. Yeah, at
0: that point, they weren't.
3: No, probably not.
0: But they were about to. They were, uh, and then. <clears throat>
3: so what's he doing with Ruby?
0: He's enhancing his demon powers. Do I think- mean, we, we learned that in episode like one or two. You're right, and but at the very end, I know said I know we said we were going to take this one step at a time. Let's take it one plot point at a time. Okay, um, but at the very end of the episode, we find out that one of the whole reasons that Castiel is getting involved with Dean is because Dean needs to stop Sam from going down this dark side path.
3: Yeah, so instead of Cash just being like, hey, I woke you up. Notice how your brother's not here. You want to find out where? He was like, what if we go through this whole rigmarole? (laughs) (laughs) This whole nonsense.
2: He's like, how about instead of doing like a future thing, we go like 30 years ago. Yeah. Why
3: don't I just give you a ride
2: to where Sam is? So episode one,
0: episode one of season four, Ghosts of Christmas Present. Yeah. Yep. Episode three of season four, Ghosts of Christmas Past. Yes. Yep. When are we going to see Ghosts of Christmas Future?
3: Not until season five. Damn it. (laughs) In one of the best episodes of the series. So get excited. Yeah.
0: So, um... Yeah. I like to imagine Cass being an angel being a supernatural being in general uh, just has to be a big drama queen about it yes <laughs> yeah exactly the
3: most dramatic of drama queens especially so-
0: because Dean keeps having these reactions to like what Cass is doing to him and the whole time Cass is just like please Stop interrupting my monologue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I don't understand your
3: references. Yeah, I gotta get this. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get this out.
0: Gotta get
2: this monologue
0: Yeah. So for some reason, Castiel decides to send Dean back in time. Yeah. To 1973 by where- gingerly
2: grasping his head.
0: Yes. Um, in
3: bed. In bed. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that beginning scene. I know we uh, we said we were going to jump around, but I have to get this out. That beginning scene could. The only way it could have been more sexual is if Cass was raw dogging Dean, just yeah. like in the middle been, of that happening.
2: That might have been less sexual than what have happened. You
3: know what? Fair enough. <laughs> so Cass. So Dean was having PTSD nightmares about oh, hell. Yeah. And Cass is like, he wakes up and Cass is like, hey. What you dreaming about? Like, <laughs> what you dream about girl?
0: Hey.
2: You thinking about me? He's like
3: on the other side of the bed and he's like,
0: I mean, "What are you dreaming about?" <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: You're dreaming about like Well, wow, Cass,
3: why this? It's cuz he doesn't know anything about human like interaction. The more mm.
0: I watch Misha Collins be Castiel on yeah. the screen, yeah. the more I can see him straining to do this voice. Yes.
3: <laughs> Just struggle, buzzing. Oh, it's
0: so easy to sound like this. The all very hand, the time. I can tell he had done so many lines. Yeah. So
3: many takes.
0: You gotta stop him or we will.
3: (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. Can I get a lozenge, please? Do you have something in the the vein of Ricola, please?
2: Perhaps a cherry or a lemon?
3: Yeah, but after... With very little explanation, he sends Dean back in time. Yeah, basically because Cass is a huge fucking dick. asshole. Yeah. He is just a gigantic asshole yeah. in these early
0: episodes so that he's in. Dean goes back in time to where John Winchester and Mary Campbell, yeah, are getting to know each other. Yep, they're about to get married. Yep. They're about yeah, about to get married. and. First of all, Dean Winche- uh John Winchester, quite a looker.
3: He's a handsome man.
0: Honestly, this
3: I would this, not kick him out of bed for eating crackers.
0: Honestly, John Winchester almost had this like could have been a member of the Mystery Gang in Scooby Doo. Yeah, of he on, looked a little like, bit.
3: He looked a little Fred. Yeah,
0: yeah. little Fred. And, and because and they say like he he's very innocent and you know naive. Yeah, for being a you know, veteran. Yeah. Well, and, and Mary says that he just like, he, despite the war that he was still very kind and not shaken about.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not a hunter. Essentially. Yeah. That's what she says. She's like, he's basically the opposite of what a hunter is. Mm -hmm. And that is why I like him because
0: we find out lo and behold, Mary Winchester's the family of hunters. Mary Campbell the Campbells, big ol' hunters. Yep. Big time. Yep. Her, her dad, and her mom. Yep. All hunters. Which is yep. where we get the name Sam and Dean from. Yep. Samuel and Deanna. Deanna. That was her name? Yes. Nice. Wonder Woman.
3: Yep. Yep. Um, so what do you think of Mary?
0: I liked Mary.
3: Because we've seen John. Yeah. And we've seen a little bit of Mary, but we've seen a lot less Mary than we've seen John. So Mary is very young. Yes, she's like God. I would say seventeen, eighteen.
2: If at,
0: I would say at least, at least twenty-one.
3: Oh no, I would say no? nineteen. Would, I don't if, think
0: you, is you say you're saying Mary is younger than John.
3: Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know if that's canonically true. I'm saying I this mean, actress was meant yeah. to emulate somebody right. who is like possibly still even in high school because in that scene where her dad Samuel is like okay you're coming with me to do the job what would you rather be doing D- dancing around in pom-poms in front of jocks yeah like why would she do that not in high school so I think seventeen,
0: eighteen, nineteen. 19 okay I let's say 18 for the sake of Creepiness, yeah, value creepiness factor.
3: Because he's, he's definitely
0: in his 20s. At least in his 20s. If he was 18 when he got drafted for Vietnam, yeah, he has to be at least 20 when he comes back. Because v- the draft, you're there for like two years or something. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, John's at least 20. Yeah. And uh, Mary is hopefully 18.
3: Still babies. Oh, yeah. I mean, like
0: children. We're talking James and Lily Potter ages. Yeah, <laughs> like... Except luckily they don't die for another ten years.
3: Yeah, so who? Fingers crossed yeah. on that one. But um, so, um
0: Cass is just like, go stop it. Yeah. Go, st- go stop it. Stop what? Yeah. But, and I'm at, Not gonna say. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's something you need to figure out.
0: <laughs> and at first, th- this whole episode's very windy because it's like does he need to stop john and mary from meeting or like getting married or what like what does he need to stop and so we find out that mary's family is a bunch of hunters yeah and um there is a job that they're about to do uh on this farm and it is in dean's Notebook, John's ex notebook. Yeah, because <laughs> John, yeah. John's not using it anymore. Oh, already, very
3: confusing. Yeah, yeah. time travel, man. It's a so bitch.
0: it's a bitch. Dean has let let let's put it in terms like this. Dean has his dad's notebook. Yeah. So and in his dad's notebook, he has all of the times, all of the instances of the yellow-eyed demon. So that means Dean, in this moment, has future vision because he is like, this just happened. The yellow-eyed demon's going to be here next. Well, so they go to this job site where a dude was, like, ripped apart by his combine or something like that. Yeah. And uh, that sent off red flags because uh, all of his crops are dead. So why would he need to be on his combine? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he died, and then the son of this guy made a demon deal with a demon with yellow eyes. And immediately I was like... (laughs) Yeah. Ah!
3: You were waiting for it. You were yeah, like yeah. he's going to say yellow eyes. Oh, absolutely. He's going like, to say yellow like, eyes. It, it
0: was just the biggest tension ever. It's like it was he, he I mean he looked normal except except for his eyes.
3: Yeah. Like I don't know if this was a was, trick of the light or
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was a trick of the light and Dean was like, "Well, were they black or maybe red?" No. Pale, Pale yellow. yellow. Ah.
3: Oh. But, and at first we're like, at first Dean and Mary, because Mary's there too. Right. Are like, oh, that kid stole his soul. No, he didn't. Yeah. Yellow Eyes ain't, Yellow Eyes ain't trucking for souls. Yellow
0: but so we're getting there. Uh, there's also some hilarious moments. Ain't hawking souls. Where, uh, like, Mary and her family are sitting around the table and one of them's like where did dean go and mary says he said he's gonna go kill a demon and they go ha killing a demon (laughs) what a fool (laughs) impossible
3: impossible yeah Yeah. uh yeah except uh dean's a dewy-eyed dope yep and uh
0: he really is
3: he's got some impossible hopes he just goes and gets the cult. He goes yeah. and
0: gets the cult. <laughs> By was, the way it was that easy.
3: Can we start picking apart the time travel elements yet? Because Dean could have seriously fucked some shit up.
0: How so? Uh let's get let's get through the plot. <clears throat> okay, sorry, yeah. Um Dean goes and gets the cult, which was in Colorado. And he goes back to Kansas in a day. No. Nope. You know, time travel, I guess.
3: <laughs> to be fair, Turner. not actually that hard to drive. Is it? Uh, I mean, it is hard in that East Kansas is basically a wasteland full oh. of sadness. Are Kansas
0: and Colorado touching?
3: I don't know. But you basically get on 70. Uh-huh. And you can go, like, once you get on 70 in St. Louis, you can get all the way to Denver without making a turn.
0: Ah, the gate to the west. Yep. Gotcha.
3: Like, so it's all highway. I mean, I don't know if that was true in the seventies, but no, it certainly yeah, it, was true. It and was. yeah, it was. So it's all highway, and you can just like zip bang forth.
0: Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Dude. Well, then.
3: So it's not that crazy that it only took like a day or two.
0: So uh, Dean goes and gets the cult, and uh, he 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 has the future vision in the notebook. He knows where the demon's about to be next, so he goes there. And uh, confronts him, and whoops! He accidentally introduces the yellow-eyed demon to Mary. Yep, that's a bad situation it's right a bad there. Bad sitch. And uh, so, so immediately, Dean is like, oh, "I'm fucking up, yep. fucking up hard." Yep. And then um, Mary has a whole teenager moment where she runs off to John because she doesn't want to be a hunter anymore. And um, somewhere in there, Dean has this lovely, touching moment with Mary to. Not to, like, give away who he is, but he is basically, like, he has this very emotional conversation with her where he is like, whatever you do, November 2nd, 1983, which I just realized is ten years after that moment that Dean is there. Yeah. Whatever you do, do not get out of bed. Whatever you hear, no matter what. Yeah. And, uh, but so when Dean goes to confront the yellow-eyed demon at this house, is that when he finds out the motives? No. That's after. Yeah. So they they have a fight, and then they're like, wow, that was crazy. And then the yellow-eyed demon possesses Mary's dad. Samuel. Samuel. Which is fucked up and ironic, in a sense. Yeah. 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 There's a bit of an irony, there.
3: Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Big strong hunter, dude.
0: Well, not not, not even that, but like the yellow-eyed demon is possessing a man named Samuel, who will, who is blood related to the Sam who becomes his child of hell. True. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, because at this point, like, I'm assuming that the yellow-eyed demon does not have any kind of future vision. No. No. Because he. um He's just going along with his plan.
3: I mean, I, so the yellow-eyed demon, so basically Dean just tells who he thinks is Samuel everything. Yeah, so
0: Dean is like, you're my grandfather. I'm going to confide all of this in you. I'm time traveling. I honestly, I was really waiting. I would have lost it at this episode. Not lost it and like it would have taken it out. But I would have loved this episode if Dean would have sat down with his grandfather and looked him in the eyes and gone, I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. because, oh, my God. Because I feel like that would fit the theme of the show so well. It's so yeah.
3: accurate.
0: It's not only is it accurate for the plot, it's accurate because Dean loves cheesy movie shit. Fuck you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what year did the Blues Brothers come out? Uh eighty something. Eighty. No, I mean he's seen something.
3: it. Yeah. Like yeah. we're agreed. Least, there's
0: no doubt in my mind that Dean has not seen the yeah, because if if he had
2: said it, Samuel would have been like
3: Dean would have got look, he already talks to Cass, who does not get his references. Yeah, yeah. Dean makes a ton of references for Dean. Yeah. He doesn't do it for these these chumps. <laughs> he does it for himself. Damn it.
0: But so yeah, Dean, like, sits down with Samuel, spills the beans, and then Samuel is like, surprise, it's me, the yellow-eyed demon. Yeah. Thought you seen the last of me. And that's when uh, the yellow demon has another one of his big monologues, and he reveals that he is taking demon deals not to steal souls, but just to get, he's he's going, like, vampire with this shit. Yeah. He has to get permission.
3: Which, Okay.
0: But go on. I mean, like it it makes it makes sense. In it makes sense in the way that like demons have to have rules. Yeah. Yeah. So like these are Azazel's rules. Is he can't just go around willy-nilly spilling blood into infants. He has to have permission to go into somebody's house and fuck up their lives.
3: Well, see. It would make more sense for me. Well, let's finish the plot and then we'll get into it.
0: Well, because it's not like Azazel's going around and violently attacking people. Because we see in a situation, the situation before he uh, possesses Samuel, we see he's possessed like a doctor or whatever. Yeah. And the doctor is just saying like, oh, hey, uh, your father is in a condition that he's not going to make it. And then that's when like the demon kicks in, and he's like, "But what if I told you, yeah, there was, yeah, because I, I feel like in, in the in the full situation, this man is actually dying of like cirrhosis of the liver or whatever it was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the demon sees an opportunity and pops in there, yeah. Well, okay, and, and same with the boy. The reason the man died on the combine was actually because the the father would drink beat his wife sure and the son hated that right and so the son gave permission to you know he just wanted the beatings to stop and then the demon you know monkey paw in it was just like oh he's dead now
3: yeah yeah yeah
0: so uh, it's obviously not i mean it's malicious intent sure (laughs) but um it's not overtly violent and he's not uh i wouldn't say that he's Forcing his way into these situations. I think he is just finding opportunities he is able to take um, control of.
3: See, and I agree. It's just that... So Azazel in the episode is like, I need permission to get in the house because there's red tape like you wouldn't believe. Right. I don't think that's true. I think Azazel just likes doing shit like that. Probably. Because we never see a demon in any other situation. As far as I know, the rules are this. Demons can possess whoever they want. Uh Uh-huh. They can uh, kill whoever they want. Okay. Um, The only thing that they can't do is that they can't take a soul without a deal.
0: Right. So. Well, wouldn't you say that what Azazel is doing is almost like it's like promising your firstborn to a witch.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah. I just also kind of like the idea of Azazel just being like, I am entertained by the fact that these humans are just down to like give up their children yeah. in exchange for, like, you know, a dad or whatever. Like That does seem like it's something
0: just, like an immortal soul would be into doing. Yeah, yeah. It just
3: that just seems like a very Azazel move to me. <laughs> just to be like, um... I will bring back your dad, but you have to be willing to give up your child to do it. Yeah, you know, for this like
0: right. this other thing. And it's obvious that the people that Azazel are, is going for are very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably thinking things like, "Oh, I'm young. I'm probably not going to have kids for another ten years." <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: part part of the point. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so, uh, Azazel kills Samuel, snaps Deanna's neck. Yeah. Uh, Dean, like, and then he goes, kills John. Yeah. And then makes the deal with Mary Mm -hmm. that he'll bring John back to life Mm -hmm. if he, if Mary is, like, lets him into the house. And. He's and Mary's like, no. And Nazazel's like, no one will get hurt as long as I'm not interrupted.
0: Yeah, very important. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, very important phrasing.
3: As long as you don't interrupt me, it'll be chill, it'll be cool. And then, uh,
0: don't walk on.
3: ew sorry
0: i'll censor that out yeah yeah Please. you there's know, a
3: baby in the room what the when this fuck? is happening I, right I don't
0: know why my brain went there yeah
3: What are you what's going on Trey? ew like, don't, you got problems at home bud
0: don't don't want to be interrupted
3: anyways any who what the <laughs> shit so dean's not able to change anything and then Cass comes into the end and is like hey your brother's at this
0: address oh yeah he's
3: the one you have to stop
0: or yeah, else see, we will. Cass the whole time, Cast was like, oh yeah, there was nothing you could have done. It's
3: destiny. Yeah. yeah. God, angels are dicks. <laughs> angels are
2: giant That's the name fucking pricks.
3: <laughs> dicks with wings. <laughs> just angels are fucking ass... You know, Cass just could have relayed this information to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Genius mean, that on a wouldn't hair have
0: been very good television, though.
3: Well, so? Obviously not. But all I'm saying is Uh, Dean is on a hair trigger right now. Yeah. All right? Honestly, if Cass had been like, hey, you have to kill your brother to save the fucking world, Dean probably, he wouldn't have done it, but he might have paused. Oh, yeah. It might have taken him a little longer to get to the answer than than normal. Instead of
0: being like, no, he would have been like,
3: no. That's tough. Um... (laughs) To the whole world, all, all the worlds, maybe, maybe all the worlds. Um, but yeah, so this a lot of shit happens in this episode that has been hinted at since season two. Yeah. yeah. Hey, remember when uh, Mary was sees Azazel when you know Azazel showing Sam what happened that night? Yeah. Mary sees Mary Azazel. You. Yeah. Now we know why. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um. It was all part of the plan.
3: All part of the plan. So, Zazel hints at some, uh, some some plans bigger than himself.
0: Right, yeah. So, he had a plan bigger than his demon arm. Mm-hmm. Yep. What could that be? What could it be? Raising Lucifer. They're staring at me again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they can tell at this point.
2: Yeah. Just the awkward silence. Even Steven is staring at me. No, he's not. He's, he can't hold eye contact. He can't yeah. keep a secret.
3: Yeah, that's because one of Steven's eyes is going the other way.
2: <laughs> like this.
3: Yeah, Steven can never hold eye contact. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, so. Azazel's, Azazel had some plans. Yeah. Um, things I liked about this episode. Uh, Every single moment where Dean is like, Oh man, future thing. Right. And then all the 70s people are like, um...
0: Oh, yeah, that was great. In the no. He walks into a diner, and he sees this guy in, like, a big 70s dude, and he's like, hey, you know, Sonny and Cher broke up. And John Winchester is just like, Sonny and Cher broke up?
3: Yeah. Wait, when?
2: <laughs> when? Why?
3: How? Yeah. What? When did they break up? When? Um, yeah. I also I have to say I kind of like the time travel in this episode because it literally yeah. doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Do- it, does it not matter. It doesn't matter because the end is the same every time. Yeah. 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 Do you think Dean being there altered how it ended? No. No. No.
3: no. I this, think
0: Dean being this there is a Harry Potter happen. situation. Yeah. I think it is. So Dean was always there. Yep. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it was, and I mean angels. Yeah. I like I also liked that Azazel immediately was like, Oh, you're from the future? Great. So which angel sent you back?
0: Right. Like yeah. they're
3: the only ones I know who have the juice to do this. So mm-hmm. like
1: yeah.
3: what's going on with this?
0: Yeah.
3: Um and uh yeah. Also, um, I know it's not the actor who played Azazel, but the guy who played Samuel? Yeah. Great job yeah. doing great job being Azazel. the Gruff Hunter guy and Azazel. Absolutely. And glad to see somebody just aff- doing that affectation again, you know. Yeah. Even though it wasn't the same actor, we we kind of got like that character again. Oh, that absolutely. was really nice. You could
0: still tell that it was like the yellow-eyed demon. He's
3: so slimy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally just like-, like so disgusting. Oh, absolutely. He kisses his daughter. I mean, not really, but like
0: but yeah, like he Ugh. makes he makes the body of a father kiss his daughter. Gross. gross.
2: That was gross. gross. While he was bleeding out.
3: Yeah. yeah. In the de- the dead body of the dad. Mhm.
2: Is necrophilic incest.
3: Yeah. Also, now we know why all of Mary's friends and family are dead. Yeah. Cuz Mary has just kind of been for this like for
0: the same exact reasons.
3: Yeah. Mary's just kind of been like this like Blank spot in both the Winchester's lives and the viewer's lives. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Dean didn't even know his grandparents' names. Yeah. Like the fact that Dean is named for Deanna was a surprise.
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, they died before he was born. So why, one, why would he ever know them? And two, they died in such horrific manners.
2: Why would you bring them up? Why would you bring them up?
0: especially because they were hunters. Yeah. Mary was trying her hardest to not be a hunter anymore.
3: Well, yeah, now but now we, now we know why mm-hmm. and also still kind of fucked up. I mean, my all my grandparents were alive when uh they, you know, when I was born, yeah. but I'd like to imagine if one or two of them had been dead, I'd at least be told their name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe.
3: They they might have gotten a mention.
0: Um so, one of the last things we see in the past is Mary and John together, and John is looking at the dead body of Samuel. Yeah. In that moment, did Mary tell John everything about being a hunter? And no. That, and that's how John found out about the lifestyle? Nope. Or do you, Mary kept him in the dark until that day? In 1983.
3: Mary kept him in the dark and we know that because we know from season one that John had a lot of questions and was like uh, being like it was a demon but I don't know how but Missouri has all the answers. You remember that?
0: Oh, okay. So
3: Mary... Gotcha. So John wakes up next to the dead body of his fiance's mm-hmm. father.
0: Got a bit of a crook in his neck.
3: Asks no questions. Yeah. Just lets it go. Is just deals with Mary crying and it's not like, oh, by the way, we need to talk about this at some point. Yeah. I'm gonna put a pen in it now because it is your dead father, but like
2: <laughs> we'll save that conversation for later And I
3: seem to, I do seem to remember him like getting like pulling you out of the car angrily while he was proposing to you. So like, did you kill him? What's happening oh, here?
0: Oh yeah. Well, does John think that he killed Samuel? Do you think that he, I think John he thinks, thinks Mary killed Samuel.
3: Oh. oh, no. Wait. I like your theory better. He had like a PTSD, a PTSD soldier blackout. blackout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, that would be interesting yeah. to explore. Yeah. And did Mary let John think that he'd kill... That he'd killed a man. Uh, killed a man.
2: Killed her dad, yeah.
3: Killed her father.
0: That's- man,
3: supernatural. Why is it...
0: Hey. Like we- I said, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. You know
3: what? Look. Hey. It's too late for the show to do anything about it. Yeah. Fanfiction writers.
2: Get the fuck on this is, it. This is
3: for you guys. This is Honestly, your moment to shine.
0: Please write this. If there are fanfictions about this situation, send them to us. Yeah. Send us links. Tweet at us at Abcast. Send them to us on... Uh, you can email us links at uh, but heyassbutt at Podcast at com. Yeah. We want to read those. Yeah. yeah
3: those are the time... We, those Those we want to read. Yeah. So... Uh, Like, let us know the fucked up past. Like, did Mary gaslight, you know, John about this? Oh,
0: man. Dude. Dude. This fight was fucked up from the very beginning. Well,
3: I mean, Mary was fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, we saw the issue she had with her family. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to be a hunter, she didn't want her kids to be a hunter, which. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: yeah. She said that, and I was just like, oh, Mary.
3: Yeah, the scene where Dean is like, I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound really weird, but promise me, on November 2nd, 1983, you will not leave your bedroom for any reason. Yeah. no reason. I have a question. Why does she do it anyways?
2: Maybe
0: she forgot. She either forgot. Maybe. Lost track of time. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I feel like I would... I would just have that in my head. I don't know.
0: I feel like there's a pretty, there's still a pretty, like, maternal instinct. Like. Yeah. As an example, my, uh, one of my old bosses has a a small child and he said that no matter, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty common thing that when you have a child and they're very, when they're infants, you get almost zero sleep yeah And I, I asked him, I was like, "So I'm deaf in one ear, yeah, and I usually sleep with my good ear to the pillow and I'm dead to the world. Will my child survive the night? <laughs> and he said, honestly, this like the, the crying of your child will pierce your soul.
1: Wow yeah,
0: and uh, like it will just pierce you no matter what. And so I, th- I think it was just one of those things. It's like my child is crying; I have to go look at it.
2: Yeah, I say we trust this theory. Travis have a child. All right.
0: Well, if anyone would like to volunteer as tribute, you can hit me up at Actually Tall
2: on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give, up, give up? You don't. You can have usernames on Tinder now. Go ahead and give that up If yeah. I don't use a username on Tinder, <laughs> he
1: uses
3: his real name. Yeah. Legit. All right.
0: Um, especially if you are five six or over, um, <laughs> yeah, we're not choosy here at AS, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. you
0: know, begging choosers and all. And
3: that. a man, I'm just kidding.
0: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who's having your kid? <laughs> but yeah, so, I'll be a surrogate. Um, yeah, very. So far, season four off to an incredibly strong start. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like I'm I'm actually, like, there's been so much plot, and I love it, and I don't really want to go back to Freak of the Week episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh...
3: I got some bad news for you, buddy.
2: Yeah. Bad news bears.
3: We are soon. Yeah. I mean, this Damn. this season has a lot more... They integrate their Freak of the Week a lot more with the plot, because... Okay you know, you've got those 66 seals to worry about. right? So it's really easy to be like, oh, what's the freak of the week this week? Oh, well, Lilith's trying to break seals. one of the seals. Yada okay. yada Yeah. Gotcha. So don't worry. Like,
0: nice,
3: but there will still be some episodes where you're like, what does this relate to? Why the why magicians? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: why do we just take a break to have an episode entirely about magicians?
0: I mean in season two, why would why did we take a break to have an episode about a fucking clown? <laughs> Pfft the question some life
3: has mysteries yeah the worst part
2: of that episode is it is a plot episode
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's still totally pointless yeah, yeah. So the
2: plot had very very infertile soul, soul yeah soul. sorry a yeah jo- I couldn't get the joke out, yeah the
0: beginning of season two man
3: I miss Ellen and Joe
0: we knew so little back then are we ever gonna see them again uh, uh sure I feel like that's a Bad confirmation. Uh, Why not? Uh, fucking sure.
2: Uh. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. When somebody ever says sure, you know what that means? It means no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it means no or not in the way you're hoping.
3: <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Hypothetically. Alright. Um, yeah, but this episode so did you like this episode? I loved this episode.
2: Ben, how do you feel about this episode? This is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I or series.
3: Also really like this episode. Not one of my favorites of the season.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, but still really, really good. Yeah. Um oh gosh. What'd you think of Samuel? Dana I'm not even gonna fucking ask about because who gives yeah, a she, shit? She, yeah. she barely mattered.
0: Samuel was very Hypermasculine, yeah,
3: yeah. Very
0: hypermas.
2: Sexist.
3: Oh, Samuel's a goddamn monster. Well,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can
3: we just agree on that? The man is a is a total monster. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. But. I. Uh,
0: I feel like you were supposed to see a little bit of Dean and Samuel. Ah. Uh, but maybe that was just me
3: i mean he's gruff and he's like like that very stereotypical hunter type Mm -hmm. he also seems to embody a lot of like so let's get into the hunter community what's hunter culture like
0: uh it's a lot of um
3: hyper masculine
0: hyper
2: masculine
3: hyper misogynistic yeah yeah Right? We get little comments here and there um, from pretty much everyone. You know, Dean comes back from the dead and Bobby's like, can we stop having a girl moment Yeah, over, like, that. (laughs) Uh, Every time Sam exhibits a non-masculine trait, you know, there's a comment from somebody in the family about,
0: like, how gay can you get? Well, the thing with, like, Bobby and Dean, I would say that that's just, like, the writing of the time
3: but that but that, that oh, writing influence yeah, you know it that
0: influences hunter yeah that
3: gives us a hint on how hunter culture is like cuz every hunter we meet there is no hunter that's that gentleman dandy trope yeah. you know what i mean oh i would love to see that you know you know the 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 trope the peacock yeah so the peacock is a character who's like a badass and a fighter but extremely feminine mm-hmm. right um
2: i mean I think there is. I don't think you've gotten to them in the series yet, though. You're talking about the British Men of Letters? I'm not. Are you talking about the... You, yeah, I don't know. You really haven't gotten there yet if you don't know what I'm talking about. They're like, At some point, the supernatural writers do like nut up and figure out, oh yeah, we can write something different than just this hypermasculine bullshit.
3: I would still say, though, in the United States... In the hunter culture in the U.S., overwhelmingly hyper-masculine. Very misogynistic, very, you know, heterosexual or yeah. heteronormative.
0: And Samuel definitely embodies a lot of that. Yeah. He
3: totally. I mean, there's a comment mm. in the episode where Mary's like, let's go save my friend. And Sam yeah. is confused. He, is, he like, is confused by this. This compassion for other humans confuses and shocks him. Yeah. He just pounds his man fists on the table and is like, she wants to hunt one week. She doesn't want to hunt another week. What is she? So, having a period or something <laughs> like he doesn't say that but it, he might as well yeah what is sh- what you know how like women can't make up their minds and yes you know just like fucking christ
1: okay.
3: which i mean like i don't have a problem with like oh we've built this hyper masculine you know hyper misogynistic like culture
0: yeah well and maybe that was also supposed to be another indicator that like oh it's
3: the 70s. Well yeah Yeah. but I mean we see that through like that's just the culture that they're in. Yeah. And people like you know um, like who don't fit in that mold. People like Mary who I mean wanting the whole white picket lifestyle and kids. Yeah. That's like you know, the cl- let's, that's a very feminine thing. Yeah. Mm. You know, wanting to be able to, like...
0: She wants the nuclear family. She wants the yeah.
3: nuclear family. She wants to, like, cook for her husband. And, I mean, at the time when Sam's born, she's obviously doing, like, stay-at-home mom stuff because yeah. she just had a baby. So, like, let's be real. Mm. You know? Um, but they were able to afford a huge house on a mechanic's salary
0: yeah.
3: in Lawrence in the 80s. Like, well, it was the 80s. Yeah. It is. A-
0: <laughs> that, that shit was going on. Yeah. Well, also, that was her parents' house, right? The house that they lived in? Was it her
3: parents' house? No.
0: No. I could have sworn that it was the same house.
2: I don't think it's the same house.
3: I am almost 100% certain that Mary Winchester, after escaping this life and also seeing her parents horrifically murdered, would not move into the house that they used to live in. Yeah. Which is just a minefield of terrible, terrible memories.
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure they buy a different house. I'm
3: pretty sure they buy a different house. Okay. Also, not a major thing. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. important. But the point is is that people like Mary or like Sam, you know, people who don't fit in, get...
2: Ostracized.
3: Ostracized and mm-hmm. bullied until they fit that mold.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
3: You know, which is a great story. Like, yeah. that's a that's a great
2: it's It's good, but it's getting that horse is just pulp at this point, I think uh,
3: it's a, yeah, I, I mean it the, depends
2: on how you dress it.
3: It's the classic uh, man versus society conflict, right, yeah, like it's it's a tale as old as time, exactly. as long as you keep it interesting, I don't mind, yeah okay, you know there are only so many stories in the world, blah 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 blah, yeah. so let's wrap this bitch up all right, Travis, yeah the next episode is called
0: Metamorphosis Metamorphosis Metamorphosis
3: What's it about?
0: So uh, just like the beginning of this episode Dean is gonna be having nightmares only to be awoken by Cass and Cass is gonna be like What'd you dream it about Sam? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ugh saying another man's <laughs> name in bed
0: <laughs> oh, What a shit. Day. Well, <laughs> well, Oh shit Oh no I head. fucked it up Hang on yeah. Let me do it again No uh, he's going to be like, what are you dreaming about, t- Dean? D- Dean, what, you, what what you doing, Dean? This, it's me, Cass, Dean. And uh, <laughs> Dean's, and- Dean's going to be like, what is it this time? And again, Cass is going to poke him on the forehead, but instead of sending him back in time, Dean will be turned into a cockroach.
2: Ha! <laughs> ha <laughs> ha ha! Alright! Marrying <laughs> <laughs> the fucking lead, I goddamn
3: love it. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Bud. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and want to find more Half content, you can go to our Patreon page, that's patreon.com slash Habcast. You can also find us on social media at Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at Habcast, and on our Facebook page, HeyAssBud. You can also email us at HeyAssBudPodcast at gmail.com. You guys are awesome. We would not be here without you. Have a good night.
2: Peace out.
3: Don't die. started now yeah, if we're done started. with our cat our sad cat puns
1: yeah